You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci Fi Five. Five minutes of science fiction history for August 18th. It was one of the first sci-fi horror films ever made, influential on its peers and a huge success, and yet most of it was lost for almost a hundred years. The German film Homunculus premiered on this day in 1916. Homunculus came out at a time when the German public was hungry for more German films because, well, there was a war on, and films from other countries, aka allied countries, were banned in Germany. The films hadn't quite gotten to the full-blown expressionist level of Metropolis and the cabinet of Dr. Caligari yet, but the beginnings were there. Homunculus, no doubt following up on the success of the 1915 monster film Der Golem, tells the story of Richard Ortman, the titular Homunculus, who is created by the mad scientist Professor Ortman. The homunculus creation is brought up as a normal child, but discovers his unnatural origins at age 25, realizes his artificialness is responsible for his lack of emotions and difficulty making human connections, and he heads into the German countryside to either finally find love or, you know, just kill a lot of people. The plot is, of course, based heavily on Mary Shelley's novel Frankenstein, but instead of the creature being a giant, slow-thinking, ugly brute struggling for acceptance, he is instead a suave, cunning character who seduces and betrays people and, upon eventually giving up on mankind, decides to wipe out humanity entirely. Eventually, the mad scientist has to create yet another homunculus, and yes, the plural of homunculus is homunculi, if you were wondering, to fight the first one, and after a mountaintop battle where they both die, spoiler, the world is saved. Okay, so why is this film a big deal, and why have you probably never heard of it? Homunculus was released over the course of six months, from August 1916 to January 1917, one hour at a time. Which means, yes, the final film was nearly six hours long. It was a huge success with German audiences, launching its actors to relative stardom, and even inspiring a fashion fad of black capes and dark hats, like a character in the film, which, quite frankly, I really wish would come back. You know, put the cool in homunculus. Anyway, like its contemporary peers, the film's use of heavy makeup, light and shadow, and dark narrative themes paved the way for further expressionist films. In fact, several of the actors of the film would go on to star in films like Nosferatu and M, and one of the director's assistants on Homunculus was none other than Fritz Lang of Metropolis fame. However, like so many of the films of the early 20th century, actually keeping and preserving the film just wasn't a priority at the time. For nearly a century, the only available version was an edition that was compiled in 1920, a color-tinted version with Italian intertitles that was missing a significant portion of the film. However, in 2014, the head of the Munich Film Museum revealed that he had been painstakingly recreating the film from 27 reels found in a crate in the Moscow Film Archives, including recreating every title by hand. The newly restored film clocks in at only 196 minutes as opposed to 6 hours, partially due to lost or unusable footage, which is represented by stills or explanation titles, but also due to a higher frame rate more fitting to a modern audience. 
The restoration is currently only available for theatrical viewing, typically at film festivals or museums, though there are plans to convert it to Blu-ray. In the meantime, the truncated 1920 cut is still available on YouTube. And while films like Voyage to the Moon and Metropolis are more widely known by sci-fi audiences for their influence on science fiction cinema, the importance of an early film where a life form is created from scratch by science can't be overlooked. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for August 18th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry Podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.